Alok, I want to thank you first of all for being on part of part of this podcast. Thank you. You know, it's taken forever for me to get you on it. I mean, wait, wait, how is many? It? Yes, it took me. I think it was the other way around. <laughs> it's been forever for me to get you on it, but I'm so happy we're finally doing it. Thank you so much. We're thank so you. happy. Listen, as I ask everyone, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where you were born, which I don't, I kind of know, but I don't know. So I'm from New Delhi, India. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, born. Well, I'm not telling you any dates. But a uh, long time back, okay. came to Japan in 1988. So it's been, it's now my 30th, third year running here. Okay. And uh, straight out of university, year or so, came to Japan. And Tell me about your family. Would you, would, how many kids in your family? Uh, myself and my uh, older sister. And your older sister, how many years difference? Between She's you and three years older and she lives in London. Are you guys close? Extremely. Really? Extremely. Probably okay. talk on the phone about about 10 times a week. Mm. What does she do in London? She is a housewife. Okay. Well, she started out as a housewife, then okay. she had her kids. Okay. And when the kids grew up, she realized mm, there's a bit of a void. Mm -hmm. So she went and studied and picked up her PhD from Oxford. She runs a charity. She runs quite a few other institutions back in London. She's mm -hmm. very, very involved and active. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what about your mom and dad? What kind of work did they so do? So my dad passed away. Uh, I'm sorry to hear that. About 15, 20 years ago. Okay. My mother lives alone in New Delhi. Mm -hmm. She is also a counselor, mm -hmm. but now she's retired, independent. She has moved into a senior citizens community back in India. Mm -hmm. So she's having... Does she, I mean, she's in good health and everything? She's in very good health and okay. extremely active. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Probably if you think my sister is active and I'm active, she's probably... a cumulative um, sum of both of us. Right, right, so, right. yeah. That's now, I know you travel a lot too. When you travel, do you go back to India a lot? Or do you? So work makes me travel a lot. It mm -hmm. used to till all mm -hmm. this thing happened. Mm -hmm. And that was almost about once or twice a month. Mm -hmm. But not just India, it's mostly Europe, Middle East, India and Asia. Mm -hmm. These mm -hmm. are the places. Now, where did you go? To, where did you do your college? Where, where were you? I have been only in India till I came to Japan. Oh, I've never them. ever lived anywhere else. You never traveled outside of I have never. Well, to what age? Till the age I came here, which was, okay, there it goes, till I was 23. Okay. And uh, till that time, I have never studied you, or lived anywhere else. Did you have any desire to? Even if I had, I think at the time when I was growing up, mm -hmm. it was challenging, A, because of the resources. Okay. It was not easy to get out uh, unless you could spend pots of money and we couldn't. Mm -hmm. And two, or you had this amazing ability in your academics or something where you could go get a job. Mm -hmm. That also wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So most of, in my times, most of my friends from school they graduated and moved to the U.S. for studies mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, or to England, but I was the one that was stay back. Yeah. And you said, what kind of work did your father do? He was also in jewelry. Okay. So my family has been in this business now for almost 400 years. 400, 400 years. years. Yeah. Yeah. So how many generations was that? I mean, do, I mean, do you know your great, great? So I would probably. Is this all on your father's side? Only from my father's side. Okay. Totally. Mm -hmm. So I would probably have heard till my great great grandfather. Mm -hmm. Before that is sort of hearsay. Okay. What you do, but mm -hmm. again, having said four hundred years, 
India is an old country I with a that. massively old culture I know, I know. and jewelry is an integral part of our mm -hmm. um, whole culture again heritage mm -hmm. so any jewelry family which is even 150 or 200 years old is not that um, unusual unusual but okay. 400 years for us is is one of the it's a long one okay yeah my goodness. And that's something you wanted to do? Or did something your Absolutely father... Absolutely not. <laughs> your father made you... You're the only son. Never. I the only never, son. ever wanted to get into jewelry. I always wanted to do medicine. But you didn't have a choice. I did have a choice. Wait, your father, your father didn't want you to, to cover... He... To carry it on? So, basically, my family, my grandfather, was mm -hmm. the one who was the, the patriarch. Okay. Or who made all the decisions for everybody. And he never pushed anyone. But I think uh, just destiny. Mm -hmm. I couldn't follow up with my medicine. I did not want to work with my father. And uh, so I was left with really no choices. Um, trying to find out what to do, what to do with my life. Ended up in Japan. And wait, 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 wait. So you didn't go straight into the jewelry business? Not at all. You didn't? You didn't want to work with your father because he was in the jewelry business. Yeah, uh, not because of that. We not because you just there were other it's, reasons it's, too. Yeah. It's normal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Mm. You, you you just okay. Yeah. You'd heard the stories a hundred times, over and over and over again, and they never changed. Yeah. So, so you decided to come to Japan. What made you decide I, to come to Japan? My uncle was over here at that time. So in the jewelry business. In the jewelry business. Okay. So my grandfather came to Japan and participated in the. 1970 Osaka Expo, the Bampaku, mm -hmm. and he realized, oh, this is a great place, good place to do business. So my father came in over here at that time, and I also came in over here, and I was six or seven years old at that time, and I went to the Japanese school. Wait just a minute, wait, see, now you're confusing me. See, now you just changed, you just changed your story. Did, did you say, okay. yes, you did. Okay. You just got through saying that you never left India. Yeah, that was you did all of, of your education. Six wait, wait, that doesn't <laughs> count wait, 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 anywhere. You that said, does not you said until you're 23, you didn't leave India. No, but I, okay. I left India, but I was in Japan only for probably not even a year. Okay, yeah. so you don't count that. But I you don't actually think left. that is okay, count. That, that does <laughs> count. But you mean to live, to really stay and to, to have yes, roots. to study and But to the only place something. outside of India you had been was Japan. Probably at that time, yes. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you came here then. I came here. Lived. And did, did you remember any? Oh, I yeah. Well, how old were you? Actually, were you? I do how remember. How old were you? You were five? I was six years old at that time. Oh, of course you'd remember that. So what did you, what did you remember of it? God, I remembered everything. I remembered... Do you remember Giant Baba? Yes, yes. Uh, do you remember Kamen Lida? Yes. Uh, all those smart balls <laughs> and, and you everything? Had, you had a ball, huh? It was probably the most vivid memories of my childhood I've, I can still think of. They were great times, great times. And the school I went to, I was the first and the only gaijin, gaijin student right, over there. Right. So and you get bestowed by presents and this and that. There were good times. Very, very oh, good times. Good. So then when you came back at 23, you came no, back... No, I went back at that time. Yeah, when I came back at 23, at 23, yes. at 23, then you came and you worked with your uncle? I worked with my uncle and I went been? back to that school looking for my old teachers. Oh, did you? I did, I did. But I couldn't find anyone. Oh, they there. weren't there? I couldn't okay. find them, yeah. Wow. So those were very good memories. Did you have any um, friends that you remember? I did. I So I did uh, connect with one or two friends. It was a long time right. gap, so it was, it was nice. But they had to have remembered you since you were the only guy. Yes, exactly. They knew who exactly, you were. Exactly, yeah. And they were probably so happy yeah, that you yeah, came yeah. to see them. 
And I went, I, I was living again in the same apartment where I was when I left at five because my father was there and then he, mm -hmm. he gave it off to my uncle. Mm -hmm. So it was a nice reconnect. Very my nice reconnect. Okay, so then when you came back, what did your uncle have you doing when you came back here? So I came over here, he was also in the jewelry business. Right. So he, I mean, it's because of him I'm over here. Mm -hmm. And I owe everything that I have been able to do well now mm -hmm. is because of him. Is he still alive? No. So he once I came in after now six Now this is your father's brother? My father's younger brother. How many brothers did your father have? Uh, two brothers. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so t total three. And uh, your father was the oldest? Even my father the oldest and two younger brothers okay. after that. So he was the one in between. Mm -hmm. And he says, look, don't worry. You're looking for something. Come around to Tokyo. Come around to Japan and let me see if I can sort you out. Did he have family of his own? He had a family here, a wife and a child and a son, my okay. cousin brother. Is he still here? He is still here. They are still here. Oh but the thing is, I came and we were working together and six months after I came here, he was 41, he passed away. So that was, a, that was shocking. That was, that was a big, big blow to I the whole imagine. family. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then it was a question of, do I stay on or do I go back to India? Mm -hmm. But then if I've come over here, then you say, okay. Now say it again one more time. As soon as you came over? I came and then about six, eight months later. He died? He died. Was he sick? No, we were talking like this like and this he just fell down and he passed oh, away. Oh, you, you, you were we, there? We were together. I was the one who oh, was talking to him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that, that was... I can imagine. That was big. Wow. Okay, so then, then, then when he passed, then you, you had to make this decision. I had to make And you didn't know really what to do. I had no idea what to do. But again, A, I think beggars can't be choosers, so you stay on rather than go back. And two, again, I owe it also to all the people who were there at that time, the people in the office and clients, mm -hmm. my Japanese clients who were there, who were the biggest support factor. Again, They're loyal incredible incredible and they didn't have to be I mean how long did I know them not much but they were there in the front to help me out anything which I wanted they would just guide me mm -hmm. that is well, that was good. something yeah. that's one thing that I say that most people that have been in business for a while here find that out when my company was going bankrupt mm -hmm. they said mr. Lee if they come here and wrap a ribbon the red ribbon they used to do mm -hmm. to embarrass yeah. you to let you know that mm -hmm. your company's gone under. Mm -hmm. If they do that, we want to continue to work with you. I said, doing what? From where? They said, from their homes. Even though I'm going back, they said, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I said, doing what? They said, whatever you want us to do. And it put tears in my eyes because that kind of loyalty, I don't think any other country really Nowhere has. else. I mean, in fact, loyalty to even to the point that my grandfather, there was one client who I really wanted to get in touch with. Mm -hmm. I wanted to start business with him and he wouldn't take my calls. I mean, I'm just another diamond dealer over here trying to sell diamonds. And he probably got about 100 calls a day. And then I met him at some exhibition and I said, I'm not going to let this opportunity go. And I went up to him, gave him my card. He saw the card and he recognized my surname. It's not a very easy surname to forget. Mm -hmm. And then he realized, he asked me, am I my grandfather's son? He had met my grandfather during the expo and my grandfather helped him out. And he never forgot it. And he never forget it. He said, come to my office tomorrow, mm. the next day. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. 
that that loyalty is incredible, as you say. That's what I like. I love yeah. that. So anyway, so you stayed. So when did you finally get your footing? How old were you when you finally got your footing? You felt like, okay, I, I can do this. The day I started my own business, when I went independent, that is exactly about 21 years ago. So, so how many years? So, okay, wait, 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 so once, my, years once my grandfather, okay. one, once my uncle passed away, right. I carried on in his company okay. to help the family out okay. for the business which was already going. But I guess you need to progress and you need to um, okay. carry on with something. And my desire was always to do something on my own right. and to branch off to be independent in what I wanted to create. So I left 21 years ago. But how many years, how many years were you with them before you left? About so eight years. Eight years. Eight and then years, you yeah. went on your own. And how did, you, how did you go about doing that? Did you, did you use support from, well, you had clients. So you have how clients, you? but you need to start somewhere. Okay. You need to start somewhere and, I don't know, I think you just take the view that when, you, when, uh, when I came here, you came with nothing. Mm -hmm. So the only way to go is a little higher than where you were. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and then you take the view, you know, if you lose everything, you go back to base one. Okay, so 21 years ago, did you have any times when you thought like, uh-oh, in your tough. business? Did it, did you, this, look, I, you know, the time when you have to go in the bathroom by yourself. <laughs> you have no, the, the day I, I mean, starting your own business was tough because you are going into the unknown. Right. You've never done it before, right. but you take a chance because you say, okay, if, you don't, if I don't do it now, when else do I do it? Mm -hmm. But then the day I did, six months later, my best client went bankrupt and I lost most of my money there. Mm. Okay. So that was not a good beginning at all. And then what did you do when that happened? Start again. That's the only thing you can do. What else? And then how did you come out of it? How did, what brought you out of that? Oh, it's just time, I guess. And mm -hmm. again, as I said, uh, your clients mm -hmm. who helped you. Mm -hmm. They said, okay, we give you preferential treatment, we will do this on payments and etc. They continue to. They continue to, absolutely. And then you, I think you remodel your business. And if I lost a lot of money in that bankruptcy, it's probably, I would say that it was not 100% that guy's fault. Of course. I he didn't try to go bankrupt. No, he did. He yeah. did. He did. And most of the bankruptcies in my business over here are like that. How? Would they do it? They would do it. They would. There is no reason for them to go bankrupt. But it, I also his mismanagement or whatever. Or the intent. I understand. Right. So that is something which I should have been able to read. Oh, but right? you hadn't enough time. I did it not. Have, but I now you not. can read it. I now I can read it. I hope I can read it now. I think I can read it. That time I did not. Okay. Just the sheer. Uh, attractiveness of being able to do so much was a driving force without really wanting to stop and say, hey, is this okay or not? Right, let me, right, right, let, right. let me do my due diligence a little bit more. I did not do it at that time. Mm -hmm. So you, it's a tough lesson to learn. But, you, but you're going to learn it some way. You have to learn it some way. Some way, somehow. So in a way, good that it was at that time. Early, early, early on. in, early on. So yeah, where you still had the drive to continue, you, you did not to, want you to have stop. To. There's no other way. My goodness. Okay, so what kind of products do you deal in? Not just diamonds. Only so, diamonds. So, no? in the beginning when I came, it was only diamonds and colored stones. Okay. And it was mostly only wholesale trading. Mm -hmm. You buy in bulk and you sell in bulk, but 
things were very good. This is pre-2007 and everything. After that, you realize that things have changed. The markets are down, so you need to remodel yourself. So the wholesale trade was put aside, mm-hmm. and I came into jewelry. Okay. So all the jewelry that you see, right. that is what I do. The thing which worked for me in the jewelry was, A, okay, I found that I have a good ability to make designs and do the manufacturing. You were designing? I do all the designing myself. You have no one outside that's all no, from you? No, I do. It's everything in-house. I do mm-hmm. all the designing myself. My goodness. But my clientele was all overseas. Totally overseas. I think for the first 10, 12, 13 years, mm-hmm. I hardly did any business in Japan. It was all overseas. And I think what worked for me and I was really fortunate that taking a product from Japan overseas at that time your marketing your marketing fee is zero because it's made in Japan exactly even if I want to make a bad product I cannot I understand right so that opened a lot of doors and fortunately for me again I think I did keep my network of good contacts and friends even whilst I was over here so it was not too difficult to get back in again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that helped yes now you said get back in again how in jewelry in jewelry because now you're doing the reverse that's right that's right so so then now, now you reinvented yourself again recently because you were doing everything outside, now you come back. So now I came back only in the last six, seven years. Okay. And then I said, okay, I'm living in Japan. I think I need to concentrate also in Japan. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's still the third, fourth largest market in the world. Mm-hmm. So let's do something over here. And again, it, it's, it's worked out really well. Particularly because of this COVID too. Your timing couldn't have been any better. No, I started much, much before. I know, much before yeah. that, but yeah. if, you, if you hadn't, it yes. would have been very, yes, very difficult yes. if you had not. So it was a good decision on so your it part. It was a good decision. And, and the interesting part is the markets in Japan mm-hmm. and outside is totally different. Mm-hmm. The culture is different. The uh, clientele is different. The mindset is different. So you really have to re-switch and reconfigure for what you're doing over here mm-hmm. and what you propose to clients outside. Okay. It's a... It's different, yeah. It's totally different. So when you... To get on to the logistic, not logistic parts, but the, the gears, in order for you to do business here, you'd have to be able to speak Japanese. Yes. To do proper business. Correct. So even though you went to this little hoikuin when you were, you know, mm-hmm. six years old, mm-hmm. elementary school, mm-hmm. you didn't learn much. I mean, you could have learned a little bit, Konnichiwa and Sayonara. That's yeah. right, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. So when did you pick it up again? Uh, frankly, I think I have still not picked it up. No, well. you, you speak no, German. No, no, I've no, listened no. to you too no. many times on the phone and there's not a bit of English Lance, coming out your mouth. Lance, it if, is If beautiful. after having been here for 30 years, <laughs> you still can't speak the little which I do, <laughs> right, then it's really sad. So that's okay? what you do. Yeah. But that's but, what you do. You so do it well. Again, I'm saying this well. on camera again right, over right, here. Right. My wife tells me, who's Japanese, right. that if I was to meet somebody for the first time and they ask me for how long have I been in Japan, I should say two or three years. Because, <laughs> because for 30 well, years, well, my, my level of Japanese but is... But, but the thing is, I think what happens 
to foreigners like us, mm -hmm. and I've been here a little bit longer than you, and I speak probably just like you do, mm -hmm. if that much. <laughs> I had a translator with me the whole time, whenever I did my business, well, you, 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 because you, it was better for me to have it look like I don't understand or speak than if I did. So again, to your point, so comprehension, comprehension again, is very point, good. I think that has been my biggest regret. Did my biggest regret. Was what? that I did not go to a Japanese school okay. to learn proper, proper Japanese, Japanese written to write and to read. I understand. I envy those people, mm -hmm. the foreigners who come here, they work hard, two years go to university. I did not do that. Right. I think I was, you can involve yourself if you need much to more with the Japanese in the social aspect. If you want to, it's yes. not just business. It's about That's building true. relationships. Well, especially yours. Your business is that. It is about relationships. Stuff. A lot about Most definitely. everything is about trust and relationship, right? right? So if I was able to express myself much more eloquently and much you more, you think then the the price tag could be a lot. There is no doubt about it from my point of view. Okay, mm. what's can you say the most expensive piece of jewelry you you've sold to date? Oh, okay, don't do that. Better yet, let's do this, because you hesitated. <laughs> do this. What was an amount that you sold that when you said, wow, and you felt like, wow, it was for the first time. For the first time? For the first time. There was really... How much was it? I think $10,000. Okay. Oh, my and God. When you converted that into Indian rupees, that was the even higher than the entire education of all the colleges. My entire family went for the last 50 years, right? <laughs> that was just, wow. Yeah, that, okay. that was. Well, see, you're saying ten thousand dollars, but just for the people listening to this, I want them to know that I know mm -hmm. that you loaned a piece of jewelry to someone during one of their big events yeah. that they wore around their neck that was several million dollars worth. Uh, now, how much was it worth? You know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about yeah. your best friend's wife, yeah. and you loaned that to her. Yeah. How much was that worth? I think that was about forty-five million. Yen. That's what I thought. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> but that was for charity. Yeah, yeah. What does it matter? What is it for? You have yeah, that which, around. Which I back. That was good. Well, thank you. Do. What are your plans for the future? Just keep on doing what I'm doing, and just build it up to a scale that I. It's it's not about the numbers. Mm -hmm. It's about the satisfaction that you get in building up a in building up your brand to the point where you feel that you have been able to express your own creativity to the maximum. Mm -hmm. And to that point, I think I still have a lot to do. And I think you just keep learning all the time, right? So. That is fantastic. You know who I think you were just speaking to? You're speaking to everyone that's in, interested in this, but I want you to tell someone who's one of your biggest admirers, my son Lewis. Oh, he's a. He's so, a what do you, what do you, what are you saying to him? Leave something for him on this podcast. What, what should he do? Well, you know where he's at right now, mm -hmm. and what he wants to do, and he's always showing me his newest piece. And he's going to come. By the, by the way, I should tell you that he just told me today, mm. he's going to come to you. And he said, he's, "Dad, do you think?" I said, "I said, don't worry. Him. Please go to him. He would." Yeah. I think for him, let your passion drive you. Mm -hmm. If it's your passion, just let it be. Do not think about what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. Fortunately, we have our support system. Okay, so 
it will be unfortunate that having a support system and, and you, you still don't follow your passion. Follow, there you go. go. That's I true. think that is, as you say in Japanese, mottainai. Mottainai. Tottemo mottainai. I agree with you. 100%. I, you wouldn't want that. Wow. For a young boy, do what you want. The last thing that you ever want is to look back in the future. In the future, look back mm -hmm. and say, damn, at least I should have tried. Isn't that the truth? You don't want that to remain that at that time. Wow. Never. Thank you, Alok. I thank you for this time. Not I at all, but pleasure. I think for all that you right. have also done and for all the, right. the pearls of wisdom which I always hear from you, <laughs> Connected with your family, your work, you know this, all these you years. Know this, you know no, 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 you, you can cut that out, but I'm telling you this on your face. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it's remarkable. It's remarkable. Even you. though I think... You. As you've a, always been one of my biggest... I, I really admire everything. You've always kept your word. You've always been in there. You've made jewelry for me. You but made, you have not you made, kept your word to me. What was that? You have not taken that? me on your ride onto your own. <laughs> <your team. laughs> I, I don't know if you can that. take it. No. And it's not around the Imperial Palace. I want to go up to Hokkaido or down to Kyushu. So there it goes. Please, please, please say it into the camera. <laughs> No, no, but you've made some really nice pieces for Thank me, which I'm going to put up so people can see it. My company logo, you put diamonds in it, gold, and then I have a buckle, a dra fact, the dragon on it. Did you gold-plated for me? You that? should ask Lewis to do that. Well, he wasn't doing that at that time. But now he can do at that. At that time. Now he can. He should but he, do he hasn't started working in gold yet. Let he him do it in silver. Yeah. That's fine. He will. No, it he is. Matter. Don't worry. He's going to do a lot yeah, of things. I'm should, sure. I know he will. It. He's good at it. it. Oh, he is. He He's is. There's no doubt about it. it. Thank you again. My, Ron. my pleasure. This has been a thank real you pleasure. for coming all the way over here. Really? Oh, thank no. you. No problem whatsoever. Now, I want to thank all of you for watching this podcast. Make sure that you subscribe, click like, and always remember it's all on loan. Continue to reach for the stars, and you're too blessed to be stressed.